You can start whenever. All right. Well, uh, we'll cue intro music. (laughs) That's my intro music. Uh, And I guess this would be episode zero with absolutely nothing planned whatsoever. Where we're just talking about if we're even going to do this. I'm kind of in because I bought a Yeti mic instead of this other crappy one. But You've committed. I committed. Yeah, already. But, I mean... No pressure. You can totally back out if you want to. So what I'd like to talk about today is what if we did a podcast, what would it be about? What would we talk about? Etc. Uh that's true. Who who yeah, are you? Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. I think this is actually a really cool advantage. We really don't actually know each other at all. <laughs> like, well, we've known each think, other for um what, three years now? But like Three years, but in the short little blurbs of in between games of two rooms and a boom, because I don't think I've actually played a game of two rooms and a boom with you. No, no, no. You've only, no, I've only either hosted been hosting it or off to the side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but you've always struck me as a really nice gentleman, and uh, <laughs> I've been looking for a Tuesday night game podcast for a long time. I actually started a podcast. It was Dapper Designers with one of my designing friends who uh, just got picked up, actually, by Catalyst Games. One of his games got picked up. But anyway, uh, yeah, we never actually published them. I I did all the editing, and the deal was that we would podcast together. And I said, listen, dude, I'm so busy. Uh, And it was his idea to do this podcast. I really wanted to do it. I'm so busy, but if you can do all that editing and whatnot, we're good and gold. And he said, yeah, no problem. Deal. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little out of breath because I'm using the shirt pop filter. And it's getting really warm quick. So maybe this poor man's pop filter is not a good idea. Anyway. You could use uh, this. I've, I've seen some people use socks. Over their face? No. Over, just <laughs> over the mic. Over the mic. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I tried that. Uh and it sounds like this. And I, it doesn't hold still for some reason. It just Anyway, um, maybe I'll try that after I die of a heat stroke here. Um, but anyway, I was too much of a perfectionist, and I ended up spending about six hours every episode editing it at first just because I wanted to know uh, how do I do this. And I was doing Audacity, I think is the okay. free software. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, after that, I said, okay, you got to take over from now. And he said, okay. And then he had a baby, selfish, and nothing ever happened. Yeah. So we have the, like these six ghost episodes of Dapper Designer, which I thought was actually a pretty decent show. Was it like, it was, I'm assuming it was a design focused show, not a show about Tuesday night games. Yeah. It was all about game design, not specifically Tuesday night games. So let me ask you, I'll, I'll send it your way. What are you interested in? Um, you know, it's like a loaded question. No, not at all. Like you could say, uh, I'm interested in cheesecake, for instance, that you really love cheesecake. Or it could be specific as, 
hey, this is what I'd like in a podcast. This isn't a do or die because let me tell you, would it would would you feel more comfortable if I told you my ideas first? Is that is that kind of the yeah yeah totally. I mean, we're we're together. Well, it's funny because you approached me after I like ranted about podcasts to um, the guys over at uh, Board with Life, right? And then all of a sudden, like two hours later, you were like, "Let's podcast." <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so I must have had some charm or something clicked in between those two hours. All right. So, uh, creepy factor is this: is that I think I'm a good, good judge of character, and you seem like a super nut. For all I know, you're a secret douchebag and you murder people. I don't know, uh, but I, I really don't think so. And uh, <laughs> I heard you were in a podcast. That man, I'm scared to say this because I want to publish this, but. Uh, that you're not too fond of it seemed like <laughs> or at least you're in the very slightest you're embarrassed of and i was thinking man i would love to do a podcast with someone who would really like to do a podcast that they would like to do <laughs> so the intrinsic reward is i want you to be able to do a podcast that you would like to do and i'd like to back it up with our tuesday night game company as we continue with projects and things like that so i figured Knowing that a good podcast has focus and has a nice spin on that focus, because there's always a hundred million podcasts about any topic, I thought our focus could be obviously tabletop games yeah. for one thing, right? Right. But I thought of a whole bunch of mini segments and having even little like intro music for each little segment. Like, and now it's this segment. It's like what my show currently does. Is that what your show currently does? I'll be totally honest. I listened to one episode, and that's how I knew about the cheesecake. Oh, I was going to say, like, it was funny because you brought up the cheesecake. Yeah, I'm just, a spy. I'm a dirty, horrible spy. We just, uh, yeah, I just ranted about how I don't think cheesecake is that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, I don't, I'm not uh, I'm embarrassed about the other show I run, which is It's Super Effective. It's a Pokemon-based show. It has and... a lot of listeners, though. Yeah, yeah, we do have a lot of listeners. Um, not embarrassed about it at all, but Pokemon was very, very big for me five years ago when I started the show. Yeah. Which I can't believe was five years ago. And Personal question, how old are you? I am 27. Okay, all right. All right. So yeah, not, not, I, was, I got back into Pokemon like near the end of my college phase. Yeah, so, gotcha. as, as most people do, or most people who originally liked Pokemon and then fell out of it. So I yeah, no, that. No, no. Uh, I mean, if you were to ask me, I would have thought Pokemon's for kids from the '90s, and then it—I don't know. I always thought like any Pokemon fan that I met is usually a Pokemon fan through like middle school and high school, and then they kind of have this culture in college a little bit, but then it usually fizzles out after college a bit. So maybe that fits your—I don't know. I have no idea. The, it's, it's so most, most Pokemon fans my age, they started, of course, when the games came out, and then they fell off in middle school because that's when it wasn't cool. And then they usually came back in high school, but they didn't vocalize it. And then when they got to college, that was like, oh, man, I play Pokemon, and I'm not embarrassed to say it. So that, that's, that's kind of the, the, the path of people, at least, that are still in Pokemon that are my age, and I only know that because I have listener mail and stuff like that, and... People tell me, whatever, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole, but... No problem. 
No, this is good stuff. And it's a lot of stuff I actually want to save because I figured one of our segments could be Steve and Alan get to know each other. <laughs> uh, so by the end, uh, we would know. Oh, by the way, do you prefer Steve? Do you prefer SBJ? What do you prefer? Uh, probably SBJ, I think. All Steve right. is like what my girlfriend calls me when she's mad. Oh, man. Nice. Uh, you've been with, or am I allowed to say her name? What yeah. are the rules? Yeah. What are the rules of engagement, by the way? Because uh, my rules would be really awkwardly transparent. Like, I'm not going to hide anything. But, I mean, I'm willing to pull back if you need me to. No, I don't think so. I mean, when I, the only, the only rule I had for myself when I first started podcasting is not to uh, divulge where I worked because at the time I worked for Apple and I didn't want people to think like, oh, he's promoting iTunes. He's really big on iTunes because uh, that's where most people get my current show. So like clearly he has some in with Apple and I've, I didn't, and no, I no longer work for Apple. So, so no more limitations. Yeah. Zero limitations. Except for the obvious common social courtesy. Like, I'm not going to tell you like my wife's favorite positions or something like, or at least <laughs> give you details, something like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. All right, cool. Um, so this is what I thought it would be a podcast. We'd speak freely swearing aloud. Uh, I, I'm from Cleveland, so I don't think I swear that much until I go outside of Cleveland and people think I swear a lot. <laughs> so I realize. So I, I do swear. Uh, I lived a long life without any swearing at all. People used used to commend me for it, but it just started feeling so good. Uh, there was definitely some repression going on. Anyway, that's another conversation for another time. Uh, See, as now you can on my tell, show, on yeah. my show, I, I don't swear. Oh, so you excited about being able to swear? <laughs> I can be honest. I mean. I think like like when I'm podcasting, I'm, I click into a different personality, just like when, like I'm trying to network, right? And not that that's bad, but like initially, I was like, I'm not going to swear because I, I want it to be appeal to all ages. And then once I figured out what my audience was, I was like, I guess I could, but I don't know if if my show stands out more because I don't, or if people just like that, right? I don't know, like if you've ever like watched people like stream stuff on Twitch or on YouTube, or like they're dropping like. Just sure. derogatory terms, just just yeah. because, and that's well, yeah. to me that's a huge turnoff. Yeah, I can see that. So here's the thing: when I swear, I'd like to think I'm not swearing just for the sake of swearing. It's definitely not that. I think what listeners would want, and I want listeners to want this because this is what I want: is just being genuine. Yeah, just being totally real, natural. And if you don't normally swear, don't swear. But if you're talking about something, excuse me. Oh man, I really apologize about that. So yeah, I'm gonna belch a lot. Sorry. There's I, I guess I'm crude. I didn't even realize I was crude until I walked outside of my shell. But yeah, just being part of ourselves, that kind of thing. And um, you know what? And I would give you the freedom, and I, I would hope that you'd give me the freedom to redact anything. Like, hey, could we cut that part out? Because <laughs> uh, even though that goes against the genuineness, I would think we should feel safe enough that we can be genuine with that safety net if that makes sense oh yeah. no that's fine like i I've, I've gone down two minutes of discussion that was supposed to be funny and a joke and then when you listen to it and post you're just like this oh, isn't funny he, at all he's he's racist that's that's what people ended up thinking so no, yeah, I'm just... like, yeah chop that out and make it sound natural and you know no one ever knows right right no, that's cool. Um, so here are some of the segments that I thought. First of all, I don't even know what to call the podcast. I would assume 
Tuesday Night Games podcast. But that's kind of sounds lame. <laughs> I almost think it should be something like the Tuesday Night Not So Bored Game podcast. I, I think, like, <laughs> I mean, Tuesday Night Podcast sounds better than Tuesday Night Game podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday Night Podcast. There's also like the Tuesday Nighters because that's what we call our playtest group that meets every Tuesday. Uh, what do you think of it being disingenuous if we're not recording it? Because there's no way I have time to record on Tuesdays because every Tuesday night I always have a game party. I mean, so you're, you're, you're fortunate in that. That I always have a game party every Tuesday? Yes. I've been doing it for almost two decades. So it took some time and work and now if it's Tuesday, it's game day. So when we came with up our company, it was just a natural name for the company. Like, oh, it's called Tuesday Night Games. I mean, that's a good name. Really? Thanks. Yeah, I think so. And the the with... night is a night. Yeah, yeah, with a K. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. All right, so segments. You ready to talk about some segments? Mm -hmm. All right. So I figured we'd probably open up with some game news. Like, what have you been playing lately? Anything big? Like, we could talk about the acquisition of Plat Hat Games or the PAX or whatever show we've just went to and what we're looking forward to. So that would be one segment. And I imagine we... Oh, here's a more important thing before we go into this. This is how tangential I am. So <laughs> fasten your seatbelts all over the place. Uh, how long do you want it to be each episode? Um, I don't know. Yeah. And are Thursday nights good or are these horrible for you? Uh, Thursday nights are fine. I had good success with capping at like 30 minutes because it's it's more focused. Not, and... And as a podcaster, you almost feel rushed to not get so much off topic. Right. And yeah. then as as the show grows, you you can extend the length and put more time into it. Whereas you don't want to be putting all your energy into an hour show where you're kind of milking it at the end. Yeah, I totally agree because this is my philosophy in games. And I think it applies to a lot of other things, shows, but podcasts. Better to leave people wanting more than burning them out. And I was going to say maybe even 20 minutes, and we'd always struggle to get 20 minutes, and it would pretty much always end up being 30 minutes. And it would almost be like an ongoing joke where, well, it was 20 minutes 10 minutes ago, so <laughs> I guess here we go. Maybe we'll get it next time. And it's just like this slam dunk we're aiming for is 20 minutes. And that way, you know, we're, we're actually having the opposite problem of trying to fit in information in that 20 minutes so that's what i thought but 20 30 minutes i think either way we'll find it really easy to fill in that gap mm -hmm. how often would you like to meet once uh, a week? i think weekly yeah sweet yeah. oh man all right cool especially uh, just because i i consume a lot of podcasts and i don't know if you are one that listens to various shows uh i listen to a few shows very diligently so <laughs> I'm a set obsessed with a few shows. You're probably a lot more savvy than I am. And this will sound <laughs> ageist, but I think there's enough of an age difference between us where I'm more of a, hmm, how do I say this? I guess I, I don't want to say curmudgeon or anything like that, but I, I guess I'm probably going to be slower and more dedicated, more focused instead of spreading myself out. Like a lot of people are like, Hey, why don't you try this? And I'll, I'm, now in my age, I'm more likely to say, no, I know what I like. Sorry. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, I think that was me being a little bit defensive because I, I didn't want to sound too lame. Like, now I, I don't know too many podcasts. <laughs> For instance, so I just went to PAX and I just got back from PAX. That's why we weren't able to meet last week. And they had all these interview sessions. And the interesting thing is in the guidebook, they don't give you any description of who the person is. Like it says, Felicia Day, hey, come say hi to this girl. She's just as fun as ever. It never says like, <laughs> you may know her from the guild right. and from Geek and Sundry. Never says that. So uh, yeah, I knew Felicia Day. I recognize Gabe and Tycho, meaning Mike and Jerry, the actual, you know, Penny. The creators of Pags. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I didn't know anybody else. So I was like, oh, who's uh, who's it? Oh, I did know Gearbox. Gearbox, I knew. Game company. But then there was one guy that, oh, man, I don't even, I don't have it in front of me. I'm looking around the room because it's nearby. I want to say it was like, <laughs> screwed, I don't know. He was a very popular YouTuber, apparently. One of my friends had to tell me who he was. Uh, so name like the most popular YouTube guy. Do you feel that, not to... No, please. Detrain your, de your thought, but do you think it's because PAX is not as tabletop focused as Gen Con, where when I saw you interacting with people at Gen Con, it was like you almost knew everyone? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Be absolutely. Because when it comes to games, there's even this game that uh, I've played with friends and family where they can name a game and I can at the very least tell them which company published them, but I can also tell you who was the design designer and then the chances are pretty good that I've at least had some interaction with the designer. Uh, if not, I could show you their phone number on my phone. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's why. Because it was the video game YouTube Twitch world as opposed to the old uh, tabletop, which has been <laughs> around a long time, but just now getting popular. Yeah, absolutely. Crap, we're already like 18 minutes into this. That we are. Man, yeah. I'm such a rambler. All right. Because I want to hear your ideas, too, and what your expectations are. Because the last thing I want to do is, like, punish you or make it feel like job. I'd never, I don't want to, like, fast forward, even if it's just six months or a year from now, and you being at some Board With Life podcast and be like, yeah, I'm doing the thing with that guy. <laughs> I feel like you have this impression that, like, I, I hate doing my current podcast. Uh, no, I don't have the impression that you hate it at all. Uh, I just, I think you were definitely not as excited as I think I would have been if, like I were saying, oh my goodness, I do this podcast with SBJ. And, uh, <laughs> I think I'd be all over the place singing the high praise, but yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I've always wanted to do podcasting just because when I first discovered podcasts and I first started listening to it, it's like, man, I, I would love to do that, uh, especially because I... On, on a personal uh, note, I, yeah. I I don't talk very well, and I, I I pronounce words wrong all the time, and I think that's some of the the charm why people like me on my other show because I can't pronounce Pokemon names correctly, and I I do really try, and it just comes out to be funny. When they well, they think it's funny, and I guess in retrospect, it's funny for me. But then, so for me to get into podcasting it was like, oh, I like listening to podcasts. I I like talking, and it can help me hopefully talk better except it didn't and i'm still doing it but i i'm not i i was i was always hesitant to do a new podcast or a different podcast because it's hard to find somebody with the same dedication as you do or as as 
as you as in yourself do. Um, uh, obviously, you're, you're dedicated. You're, you're running a game company. Yeah. But my my current show, we've had like two current guests for like 30 or 40 episodes, and then they kind of fall off. But at that time, I was already talking and rotating new people on. And I didn't... To me, the, the way the way my show has worked and kind of has stayed as long as it as it has is because I've, I've rotated people out and sometimes I go back to old people and and I try not to burn my guest out. And so it was very hard for me to say, like, I want to do a board gaming podcast, but I can't even get a game night consistently in my area. Like, I probably play board games once a week if it's a good week, like two or three times a week, but... If I can't even do that in my area, how can I find somebody else to podcast with and who would want to just keep doing it instead of saying, oh, yeah, I want to podcast. And then after five episodes, they kind of fall off. No, I feel you. So, you know, the term comp trolling. Do you know that term? I'm not familiar with it. Have you ever seen whose line it is? It is it anyway? Yes. OK, so Drew Carey is the comptroller for that show. And basically, it's just a fancy word for host where what you do is. Uh, it's not like a talk show host where you're in the limelight all of the time. Instead, you just make sure there's a continual flow. You step in when you need to to interrupt if someone's going on some horrible tangent or something like that. So even if you're not playing the latest games or not playing the latest podcast, as long as we're willing to like co-control or someone controls whatever, I think it would be fine. So that's really exciting that you were excited to do a tabletop podcast. That's cool. Really cool. Do you want the Do you want the show just to be us? I feel like that would get boring after a while. Do you want to introduce more people? Well, I think it would be okay if it was just the two of us. But no, uh, I definitely want more people. Uh, a lot of guests, a lot of tabletop guests coming in, saying their thing. Also, you know, business partner Sean McCoy is going to want to come in, and I have some other ideas that you may hate that I think will keep the show pretty fresh. Uh, you ready for these? I'm ready. Shoot him. Okay. One idea is, and I'm pretty confident we can do this, is we can regularly play some game at the end of our show for a little bit through Skype. Now, I don't mean video Skype. There's games where you can actually just play them through audio. So uh, one such thing is a role-playing game. Yeah. I'm not sure how much into role-playing games you are, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how an improv you are either, because that's another idea is there's like alphabets. Have you ever heard of alphabets? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have heard of alphabets. You know that spiel? I've only heard of it. I don't know the spiel. No problem. All right. So alphabets is an improv exercise where uh, we get some type of uh, audience request. So we could do that prior to the episodes on whatever page, whatever social media, like, hey, we need some ideas. What do you guys want us to talk about? And what we do is we talk about it in a shtick. You have to start your line with a letter, and then I have to start my line with the next letter. So if we started with A, I could say, like, uh, all day at the show, all I was doing was playing code names, and you'd have to say something that starts with B. Anyway, that may sound lame. We can totally scrap that idea. But it's the idea that it gives us some type of structure in which we try to talk about something with a little catch to it. So it's like an improv game, that kind of thing. Uh, so I already mentioned the news. Playing the game. 
plenty of guests on a regular basis. So we can get, you know, like any game publisher, Travis Worthington of Indie Born Cards, Steve Bonacore from Stronghold Games, you know, you name it, we can probably yeah, put these on. people on the spot right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if they listen, at first I'm planning on only my wife and probably maybe even your girlfriend listening. I don't know who's going to listen at first, but eventually garner listeners. And that kind of gives me the confidence. I like to imagine nobody's listening, so I don't have to really worry. And I'll just trust that I'm a nice enough guy. I'm not too um, controversial to really upset people. And then I think talking the the new segment, I think we'll really take a lot of it up too, because there's almost something always to talk about with what's going on with our game company. Uh, like one thing is mean tweets. We can have a mean tweet section because there's definitely some haters out there that hate me. So, uh, you in particular or your game company? Um, you know, you'd think it would be the game company, but when you kickstart something, there's not really a separation because my name's attached to it. In uh, fact, when they send messages, it doesn't go to Tuesday Night Games. It goes to Alan. And so they'll say, hey, Alan, I hope you die. Oh, you suck. Yes. Yeah, the, the <laughs> whole uh, part on Kickstarter where uh, people miss that they're supposed to be civil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's been comments that have been removed and things like that. But uh, yeah, most people are amazing, but we have had some pretty avid haters. We have some people on Board Game Geek that have started threads dedicated to making fun of us. Like there's uh, two bozos in a bust is one of our personal favorites. That's That was actually pretty clever. Sean and I laughed. And all it is is them making fun of how we handled things. So there's so much to talk about with that. We have a pot, uh, We have a documentary that we're making right now. So we can talk about that. So a lot of good things and we can think of more. But the main thing I want to know is if you're still interested, what we should call it and something we can think about next time. The other thing is um, I would like to get uh, some music for our bits. And where do you get your music for your segments for your podcast? Um, so I've, I'm fortunate enough that uh... – I, I knew an audio guy at the time who remixed me a Pokemon song for the intro and for the outro. And Pokemon has a lot of sound bites that I can use. Uh, but I do have a site that I recommend for music and sound bits. I don't have it with me right now. Not that I'm like trying to hide it from people of what the site is. But uh, uh, once I pull it up in my bookmark, I'll uh, I'll send it to you. Very cool. Unmuted. <laughs> uh yeah, well, I'm a big fan of Jay Tholen, and I'm not sure how many people have heard of Jay Tholen, but he's a personal friend. He kickstarted Dropsy, Dropsy the Clown. I'm not sure if you heard of that game. It's a digital game picked up by Devolver Digital, and he also has some music. And he said, yeah, by all means, use my music. So we can do that. We can pick it up anywhere. But yeah, that would be pretty cool. Cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. But I just want to do this little episode zero to see if we think we have something, see how we gelled, see how we jive. Uh, I think the, hey, Steve, uh, SBJ and Alan get to know each other <laughs> is kind of a cool segment. And I'll try to reserve those questions like, uh, what the hell do you do for a living? Or uh, where the hell do you live? Or <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be specific. You don't have to give like apartment or house numbers or um 
what's the most tragic thing that's ever happened to your life? Uh, I feel like I'm at an advantage because I've been following your game for the last three years. And so in terms of I've been following you. Oh, so you definitely know a lot more about me. Well, let me ask you this. Do you know my real job? I I hate saying real job. Uh, Do you know my true identity as opposed to my secret identity? (laughs) I don't think so. I think I know Sean's real job because we were talking about it. Well, I think I got you because Sean doesn't have a real job. (laughs) What is Sean's job? What do you think Sean does? Uh, I'm pretty sure he said he was uh, a freelance designer and he he, he was currently working with three other clients. Well, yeah, that is right. Okay, cool. Freelance. Yeah, that's a good way of saying uh, I don't really work. So, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. No, he does work. He works hard. He's a, he's a good dude. So, yeah, and we'll bring Sean in, and I'm pretty excited about the consistency of the role-playing game. And the way I'd like to spin the news is that we'll, we'll also talk about what we're looking forward to doing in the next week. So when we come back in the following week, we can pick up the pieces from there. Like, oh, I'm about to go to XOXO Fest. Oh, which, by the way, is true. Shit. <laughs> I can't record on Thursday because I will be in Portland, Oregon at XOXO Fest. So, well, I mean, oh. to be fair, the show doesn't exist yet. That is true. Yeah, we haven't planned on a consistent thing. And this may, this recording may go nowhere for all we know. But yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts or anything like that? Uh, I don't think so. No, I just have like technical stuff that obviously doesn't need to be discussed on air, like where 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 the show is being hosted and yeah, yeah. Uh, I would love it to be on our site. Uh, where would you like it to be? Um, yeah, your site's great. I would first host it on SoundCloud and then to your site. Yeah, yeah, and then SoundCloud, eventually sounds SoundCloud's like the new like they they just got into podcasting like a year or two ago and. Uh, Prior to that, probably because podcasting is so big now, prior to that, most people were just hosting it on like GoDaddy or just their their own server and then generating an RSS feed out of it. But SoundCloud now does all that. And it does it a little bit better because it has um, stat tracking and stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that sounds great, actually. And eventually uh, getting hooked up with downloading it on iTunes. Oh, that's that's super easy. Super easy? Cool. Yeah, once, once you get a RSS feed from a link, you just submit it to the iTunes store and you're good to go. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in where my ignorance areas are, and I'm not really ashamed of them. So <laughs> people can make fun of me for not knowing certain people or certain things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. All right. Yeah, that's what we want. Uh, I've got to talk to our web guy to make sure we can handle it, because right now our web guy is basically just one of my best friends who does it as a huge favor, which is insane because he's done thousands of dollars worth of web work we've given him nothing <laughs> so Did you at least give him a copy of your game oh yeah of course we we take him to any show he wants to go with us for free so he can always stay and do whatever he wants uh it's cool because he'll say hey i'm not on the schedule and we have to say Shh, don't tell the other volunteers you can do whatever you want man <laughs> so yeah yeah uh but yeah speaking of which volunteers they want to come in and they want to talk to you. They're like, oh, man, that sounds awesome. I'd love to be on your podcast, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, talk about that. What else? Uh, I don't think anything else. All right. What have you been playing lately? What's your what's the game you've been playing lately? Uh, board game? Yeah, sure. We'll do board games. Ugh. We can do whatever. Nothing? 
The last board game I played was the new version of Coup. Oh, what is it? Coup Revolution? No, Coup uh yeah this sounds really bad because now i can't remember it but it's the one where it has 30 different characters and you can just customize it yeah what do you think of that compared to the regular coup um i was i the coup coup was probably the the board the board game i played the most in the last year i think oh you Um, traitor no i'm just gonna keep going well it's it's super easy to teach and it's super quick super light yeah i love the expansion so people always want to do one more round yeah. And so I was so burned out of Coup and I didn't want to play anymore, even if people asked. And so when I when I saw they were coming out with a new one, I was like, ah, whatever, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm already burned out. And I sat down and I played with the new card and I was like, oh, my God, like that rekindled my love for Coup. And then my friend wanted to play it, which was just last week. And he didn't have he was he was just like, can you just pick some cards? Um, uh, He's not he's not really a good game master, but he bought bought it because he liked it. So I just picked whatever the rule set was like one green, one pink, two blue. And we played it and I was like, Oh my God, this is so unbalanced just because of the cards I picked. And it kind of like sucked all the fun out of it. Oh no. Yeah. It sucked all the fun out of it because it wasn't like, it wasn't curated well and it wasn't balanced. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I still had fun with it, but like two people got knocked out within the first round or the first circle right. go around. No round. Yeah. Rounds. Yeah. Good. And, um, yeah, it was just like, okay, like, I would be more interested in seeing what curations other people came with, which is were, were balanced and fun to make sure that this doesn't happen again in the future. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Hmm. Game I've been playing most recently is pretty, pretty trending right now, and that's Codenames. Have you played it yet? Yeah, yeah, I played it at Gen Con. I, I loved it, but of course it sold out. Yeah. Yeah, I got a copy. It's a uh, uh, good times uh, to the point where I was jealous too. Like that's something I think we should address. It'll make me sound like a total asshole, but definitely when a game comes out that's so clean and so cut, as a game designer, there is definitely a part of me, and I hate admitting this, that says, "Damn it, damn it, that's so good. <laughs> Why isn't mm, it's just so? Mm, it was already there." So, uh, but cool, cool. Uh, Ku, your favorite bluffing game? Is it? Maybe. Can you, na- can you name any other bluffing games? Uh, roses is really good. Skull and Roses? Yeah, yeah. Skull you and call Roses. Roses? That's cool, right? Um, uh, any others you can name? I feel like I... Well, I feel like you're like baiting me into bringing up Russian Roulette. Oh, no, I wasn't baiting. No, but thank you. That's cool. Yeah, you never have to feel obligated. There's no <laughs> shame there. But yeah, Russian. Hey, did you have you played Russian roulette? Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, we we played at Gen Con with uh my me and my group of friends, and they all they all loved it. Was I hosting? No, uh, I would no, have No, you, you were you were chit chatting with with all the game industry people, you know. Oh damn it! Sorry, man. This um, is like my foot into the game industry now because now that I'm tied to you. Oh yeah, you're on the fast track to mediocrity. Welcome. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Uh, the joke being is that I'm not actually that popular. Um, <laughs> so, uh, cool. Uh, you know what? We can turn the tables if you like. You can ask me anything about Pokemon. Go for it. And then we'll end this thing. This will what? be our cliffhanger. Uh, I Quiz feel like me. the generic question is like, what is your favorite Pokemon? Gengar. Boom. Always. Always has been. That's mm-hmm. a solid choice. You know he evolves into Mega Gengar. 
I didn't know that. No. And Since turned, when? Since always? Uh, I think they did it about two years ago, and he turns white, and he looks even cooler, which is pretty hard to beat because Gengar looks pretty sweet already. Yeah, no, so I, I haven't played Pokemon since, well, Smash Brothers, that doesn't count. I haven't played Pokemon since the red, yellow, and blue. I've only oh, played okay. the red. Vintage Pokemon. Yeah, like when it was, that wasn't before you were born, was it? No, no. no. Okay, thank God. All right, so. Red and blue came out when I was like 10? Really? Okay, that makes me feel better. All right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I remember I was playing uh red when it just came out and i was on my spring break for college i picked it up and i just did nothing but that while everyone all my friends were out on the beach and beat it so oh yeah gengar yeah i like how you're like downplaying me as being super young which makes me like which makes probably me and the listeners like well how old is he really i know yeah that could be a segment guess my age nah i'm not that old i'm 35 yeah, it's not that old. No, the age difference isn't that big. But, you know, it's still, when it comes to Nintendo games and Game Boy games, there is enough of that gap between you and me where it's like, oh, wait a second. Did you ever, for instance, um, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to give away some of my secret identity. Let's just say that I publicly speak, and I was surprised when I asked my audience member, like, all right, who remembers 9-11? And the first time I actually felt like I was getting old, was when a majority of the people didn't raise their hand because they weren't alive yet or old enough to understand what was going on. That's crazy to think about. That is insane to think about, right? Yeah. So anyway, that was the first time I ever felt old. Last, last thing last yeah. thing about age is my my current co-host, who has actually been on for the last like 80-some episodes, uh, he is 42. Well, he's got me beat. And he loves Pokemon. Hey, there's nothing wrong with liking what you like. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it, it's one of the worst things you can do if someone tries to make you feel ashamed of something that brings you true happiness. As long as what's bringing you happiness isn't actively hurting someone else. <laughs> and I can't see Pokemon really actively hurting someone else. You may argue that it's hurting society. That's bunk. <laughs> That's bullcrap. Yeah. All right. It's cool. funny. The first... Uh... We're like making this podcast way longer than we originally thought. I know, I know. We're already breaking the rule. <laughs> when when I Episode got zero point five and zero point anyway, go on. When I when I got back into wrestling, which was actually back in February. As in you're in pro wrestling or you actually wrestle? As in as in watching WWE. Okay. Yeah. I was actually very hesitant to tell people I liked it. Uh because like they, it always has that stigma of like, oh, like you know it's fake, like acted wrestling and it's like well duh of course it is it's the giant soap opera but right. at, at one when i first came over that feeling of like oh i don't really want to tell people i watch wrestling i'm thinking what, what does it matter i run a pokemon podcast like i've already <laughs> put my whole personality out online like if this is just one extra thing that i really like so what does it matter and uh like no one has unfollowed me for tweeting about wrestling. wwe every now and then yeah. That I know. By the way, I suck at Twitter. Oh my god. That's one thing we can talk about. How awful I'm at Twitter. Uh <laughs> but wrestling. Hey, who's your favorite wrestler? Uh probably Daniel Bryan. You know what the worst part about wrestling is? The wrestling. Everything else <laughs> is amazing about pro wrestling. <laughs> the story, it's almost to the point where when they start wrestling, I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, come on, stop wrestling so we can get back to the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's an understood thing. 
So very cool. Who'd you say your favorite wrestler was? This is how bad of a listener I am. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So I don't know who that is. Damn it. Uh, I he stopped. Was, he was on the cover of WWE Super Superstar Showdown to bring oh. it back to board games. Oh. Oh. Okay. Cool. I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't recognize him either because I stopped watching once WCW died. Then mm. I was done. Yeah. Yeah, so I was all about the new world order and all that stuff. Do you you know about the? <laughs> I am aware yeah. of all that. You are aware? Okay, cool, cool. All right. Uh, I'm. I, you know, I wanted to start watching once I heard Sting is coming back. He's back, right? He's back. Yeah. Yep. That's insane. I imagine some of his custom moves now have to be like dusty elbow or. I think, uh, I think he's officially fifty kick. years old. That's all. Mm-hmm. That can't be. I think oh the goodness. Undertaker, who is also back, is 52. Is he the oldest? No. Uh, I think Ric Flair's last match that he wrestled, he wrestled, he was 55 when his what? last match was. Ric Flair's still in the game? I mean, oh. he still shows up on TV, yeah. Does he still do the whole, woo? Yep, and he does that stupid dance of his. You know what? I, it took me three days to hear that. Rowdy Roddy Piper died, and I was actually pretty upset when someone told me because he was my favorite back when I was a kid. More because of They Live than because of wrestling. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was sad. Uh, Dusty Rhodes also dead this year. Oh, man. How's Cactus Jack? Is he still hanging around? Yeah, he was He was actually uh, on TV like a week ago. <laughs> Very cool. Look at, we got so much to talk about, and we're 45 minutes, well, actually minus two minutes. We're like 43 minutes in. We should cut this thing. So, uh, cool. Yeah, we got so much to talk about. So much to talk crazy. about. So much. All about board games, right? And I'll work on my focus and I'll get these things together. No, that's uh, just totally fine. Sometimes yeah. you can be unfocused and people still appreciate that because you don't sound like you don't sound like you're you're doing this because you have to do it. You've actually come across as a real person. Yeah, I agree. Being real is what's real. I have so many questions for you, but I should save them. We, should, we shouldn't use all of our material right now. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's all about one of our segment of SBJ and Alan get to actually know each other. <laughs> so we've already blown some of that material. The goal is by 2016 Gen Con, we will know each other better than our wives or girlfriends. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, and here's, here's the really disingenuous thing we can do. We can uh, reenact some of this stuff. Like, so a uh, little thing about me, SBJ. I like wrestling. Watch me too. But I'd be lying. Anyway, uh, I do like wrestling. I just don't watch it. Is it on Monday still? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have time. I have swim practice. I'm giving you too much information. We should save this for later on. <laughs> Cliffhanger. We'll talk more later on. Cool. We need episode zero. We do need to figure out a good outro, but I guess we're just going to be like, bye. Uh, yeah. How about this? I'm Alan Girding. And I'm SBJ. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Bye. Have a good Tuesday night. Yeah.